the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. I just quickly, um, and again, I had the whole article yesterday. I don't have it today. In Dubai, uh, there is a news center, and I think a good part of it is finished. And uh, it is a center for the historic Abrahamic religions. Christianity, Islam, Judaism all trace their roots to Abraham. Well, um, the Abraham Center is a place for particularly Catholics, Jews, and Muslims to get together to worship separately, but also to worship together. Now, does that mean that the rapture is tonight and the tribulation is going to begin tomorrow? No, no. But it is certainly a sign that prophecy is being fulfilled. Now, I don't know whether you're pre-trib, post-trib, I don't know whether you're pre-millennial, millennial or whatever, but I think it's very clear that in the end times, we're going to see a one-world leader, the Antichrist, okay? All of the nations of the world are going to surrender their sovereignty to one person. How will that happen? Hmm, maybe a worldwide pandemic. Uh, maybe climate change. I don't know. I could paint you um, at least a half dozen scenarios where the nations of the world would say, we've got to get together. Or we're all going to die and surrender their sovereignty. America wants to surrender their sovereignty already. At least the liberal left does. But then also, all of the religions of the world will come together under the leadership of what Revelation calls the false prophet. All the religions of the world. All right. We're a long ways away from that, but we're sure marching in that direction. Now, the Abraham Center, and I want to say this carefully but truthfully, the fact that the Pope uh, is reaching out to Jews and Muslims is not surprising at all. The Catholic Church has been doing this for a long time. Uh, if you read the Catechism carefully, the Catechism of the Catholic Church, it states Muslims are going to get to heaven as long as they're sincere. They don't have to believe in Jesus. It's okay. A good Muslim who's really sincere will get in heaven just like a Catholic or like a Christian. So the fact that the Pope, particularly this Pope, is so enthusiastic 
about a center where Jews, Muslims, and Christians worship together. That's not surprising at all. In fact, that's almost to be expected. Um, The fact that Jews are involved um, is far more surprising than Catholics. But there are all kinds of Catholics. I mean, well, there are all kinds of Catholics. There are all kinds of Jews. Uh, The Jewish religion is not monolithic at all. There are at least six to seven different divisions of Judaism. And I'm talking about the religion, not the nationality. Uh, The more conservative Jews would not be involved in this at all. But many, many, many Jews who are religious in nature would find this uh, wonderful, and now we can finally have peace. The real surprising piece of that puzzle is Islam, because Islam is absolutely clear that Christians are infidels. That's their word, not mine. They are emphatic. Christians are infidels. And Jews are, and I think this is fascinating, people of the book, and they're hated. They are the arch enemies of Islam. That's why you see the conflict in Israel. Most of the Palestinians, and I say most, and if you don't believe me, please, please, please check it out. Most Palestinians in Israel want Israel destroyed, wiped off the map, and that if that means the killing of all the Jews, that's fine. That's okay. That's why when they send terrorists into Israel, they always go after innocent civilians. They never go against the military. Never. If Palestinians go into Israel to cause harm, damage, bloodshed, they always attack innocent civilians because they're the people of the book, and they've stolen our land. And uh, so that is—that's far more surprising than the Jews and much, much more surprising than the Catholics— Again, uh, how significant is this? I think it's fairly significant. It's just another piece of the prophetic puzzle. And like Mark said, I think he said his grandmother, grandfather, was talking about things like this many, many years ago. Mine too. Mine too. So uh, keep your eye on the sky. Keep your eye on the sky. I, I Listen, Christians have been saying for almost 2,000 years, the return of Jesus is imminent. Okay? I get that. But we are closer today than we were yesterday. And I remember my pastor in California pointing out prophetic things that were happening when I was a child. It's nothing compared to the things that we have seen fulfilled in biblical prophecy since then. 
uh, we're marching in that direction. We really are. Uh, okay, a few minutes ago, uh, government study, government-funded study reported in CNN, marijuana is bad. Okay, what about transgenderism? How many times have you heard me say, and I'm not the only one, I understand that, but how many times have you heard me and others say, number one, transgenderism really doesn't exist, and number two, it's dangerous. We will look back with horror and shock as to what we did to children simply because they were confused about their gender. Get this, a new study, a new study presented at an American College of Cardiology conference found, I'm quoting, transgender patients who take cross-sex hormones had an increased risk of dangerous blood clots that create blockages in the brain, heart, and lungs, according to a brand new press release. The study results showed subjects were nearly, you ready for this, seven times more likely to suffer a stroke, six times more likely to to suffer the most severe form of heart attack, and five times more likely to develop pulmonary embolism compared to those without gender dysphoria telling you folks, the medical community has been using children and young adults to experiment. We are going to be horrified when we really find out what we have done. And we are beginning, we are just beginning to see this. This study included 21,000 patients with gender dysphoria, 21,000. And the results are absolutely shocking. And yet, our government supports this. Our president supports this. Much of the medical community supports this. Most of the psychiatric community supports this. So you mean we are damaging, sometimes killing people simply because they're confused about their gender? And the answer, sadly, tragically, is yes. Yes. Um, I would hope that studies like this will generate hundreds of lawsuits from those who have been harmed by the medical community. That's the only way it's going to stop. The sooner the better. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, I shouldn't uh, bring up something really controversial at the uh, end of the program. 
but why not? <laughs> uh, you hear me say it all the time. The devil lives in the extremes, and we need to stay away from the extremes and the extremists. We really need to do that. And when it comes to politics, both parties have extremists. The Republicans and the Democrats um, both have extremists. I would say that the Democrats are far more extremists than the Republicans, but uh, we've we've got them on the on the right as well. And I want I want to clarify and please listen to me carefully. Some in the Republican Party are not extremists themselves, but they hold to some extreme ideas. All right? And we need to reject extreme ideas as well. Now, here's what I'm talking about. There is a movement within the Republican Party. I don't think it's very large. I hope it's not. And they are calling for a national divorce. Now, Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia uh, has kind of spearheaded this thing. And basically, they say, we're sick and tired of the left. We can't compromise with them. Uh, No matter what we try to do, they won't cooperate with us. They won't compromise. They're determined to do what they're going to do. Uh, We're sick and tired of the way that they're taking the country. And we're just done. We're finished. It is time to split. And she, I, and I don't know whether she honestly believes this. I have a hard time believing that. Or whether she's doing it for publicity. What? A politician saying something for publicity? Uh, yeah. She is really calling for a division of red and blue states. She said, in my life and my world, all of my friends are regular Americans. Everyone I talk to is sick and tired and fed up with being bullied by the left, abused by the left, and disrespected by the left. Our ideas, our policies, and our way of life have become so far apart. It's just coming to that point. And the last thing I ever want to see in America is a civil war. No one wants that. At least everyone I know would never want that. But it's going in that direction, and we have to do something about it. We need a national divorce. I'm quoting. We need to separate by red states and blue states and shrink the federal government. Everyone I talk to says this. From the sick and disgusting woke culture issues shoved down our throats to the Democrats' traitorous America last policies, we are done. Well, how are you going to do that? And think about this. She's from Georgia. Georgia is represented by two radical leftist senators. A Republican governor and a kind of sort of red state but represented in Congress by two very, very, very blue senators? So how does Georgia go in this divorce? And if a state is predominantly red, uh, Ohio 
is a red state. It has gone Republican for the past several presidential elections. But I am broadcasting from Columbus, Ohio, which is deep, 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 deep blue. So if we have a national divorce and Ohio separates itself from all of the blue states, what do we do with all the people in Columbus, Ohio that are predominantly Democrat? It's it's impossible. And yet she says she is dead serious about it. Can't happen. It just can't. And she realizes that. And so here's what she suggests. And this is why I say we got to avoid radicalism. She says red states can choose how they allow people to vote in their states. What I think would be something that some red states could propose is, well, okay, if Democrat voters choose to flee these blue states where they cannot tolerate the living conditions, they don't want their children taught these horrible things and they really change their mind on the types of policies that they support. Well, once they move to a red state, guess what? You don't get to vote for five years. You can live there, work there, but you don't get to bring your values that you basically created in the blue state you come from by voting for Democrat leaders. She is honestly proposing. Now, this is only for Democrats. If you move from a Democrat state to a red state, you can't vote for five years. Number one, that is blatantly unconstitutional. How would we respond if Democrats proposed something like that? We would be screaming, yelling, shouting from the rooftops. She's got a lot of good ideas, but boy, is she a loose cannon on some. And uh, listen, we who believe in the Constitution believe in the Constitution, and we can't solve our problems by violating the Constitution. That's what the liberals do. Hey, have a great evening, good weekend, but please remember whose you are. Listen, listen, think, think, discern, discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.